Thanks for listening to the Last Days podcast with Dr. Todd and Katie Holmes. To stay connected, please check out the River of Tri-Cities Church on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, or online at riveroftricities.com. The Last Days podcast can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Now, here's Dr. Todd and Katie Holmes. Welcome to the Last Days podcast. We're so glad that you are here listening to us again today for this particular drop. (laughs) Thank you so much for taking the time and... We'll just uh, encourage you to go ahead and, and share this with someone that would help us out so much. But it's really a privilege for us to be able to do this. And of course, the Lord has opened this up as another avenue of sowing the word. And so we're actually talking here about um, the power and potential of the seed. And so this is another way that, of course, we're we're uh, sowing seed and sowing the word. And um, it's just awesome. We really enjoy it. We um you know, each time pray before that the Holy Spirit will just meet your need as the listener. Um, and, you know, it's amazing how the Holy Spirit works because whether you're listening um, as soon as this drops or it's, you know, years later or whenever it, whenever it is, the Holy Spirit is so faithful to meet your need. And just as you draw on him and ask him for wisdom and ask for the anointing to be upon you, he will meet you exactly where your faith is at. God always responds to faith. He doesn't, he's not moved by need or, or our whining or complaining or self-righteousness or anything like that, but actually just when we come to him in faith. And so, um, we do come to you in faith, knowing actually that the Holy Spirit's going to meet what your need and meet you right where you respond to him in faith. So uh, I'm excited as far as, uh, what's, uh, what's taking place, what has taken place. The Lord is so good and he's so faithful and it's just awesome to be able to do what he has called you to do. Each one of us were created with a perfect plan and purpose that comes from him. And so he, if you don't know what that is, if you ask him, he'll actually show you that. He'll show you through his written word and he'll sh- and he'll confirm it to you. And you will be really living actually your best life because it'll be what God intended for you to be doing. So. Amen. In our last podcast, we were talking to you about the power and the potential of the seed. And I think we're just going to kind of pick up there a little bit and continue on for this podcast and just share some more insight into uh, God's plan. Uh, The Word of God talks in Genesis chapter 8, verse 22. It says, while the earth remains, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, winter and summer, day and night shall not cease. So these are constant things that you have to understand. You're never going to come to a place in your life where you are not experiencing the law of seed time and harvest. Very true. Because this is how God created things. And uh, to just, you know, emphasize it also, it's not just seed time and harvest, but cold and heat, winter and summer, day and night. So as you know, there's always been day and night as long as you have been, a, been alive. There's always been uh, w- summer and winter. There's always been cold and heat. Now, you may live in a more tropical place, but there are times when it is cooler. Mm-hmm. And uh, you may live in a more northerly, uh, uh-huh. if you're in the northern, right. the northern hemisphere anyway, where it's, where it's cooler most of the time. But there are times when it can become very warm there also. We here in Tennessee happen to live live in an absolutely perfect environment. 
<laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, there is sometimes where it uh, the temperature here gets uh, a little warm and times when it gets a little cooler. But uh, overall, it's pretty nice here. And we do love the seasons. We do. We like the seasons. Mm-hmm. I've lived in Florida a few different times and um, and I enjoy Florida, but I like living in Tennessee. Let me just say that. So it's good. I like the beach, but I love the mountains. Mm-hmm. And so um, it's all good. And so for those of you who are the living in the beachy areas, you know, enjoy it. We're going to come visit. No. Anyway, so let's talk, about, let's talk about the seed here. Because I think in the last podcast, we were talking about seed that produces people. Mm-hmm. Because every person is the product of a seed. Right. And, and you can't get here without it. And the only way that seed is sown is through a man and a woman. Yes. Okay? Because the woman has the eggs and the men have the sperm, and which is the seed. And so they all have to come together, and, uh, and it comes into a, the, the perfect environment which God placed in the human body. And, and then after that time of gestation, everything comes forth as God intended for it to. Life is, is brought out of uh, the lady into the natural environment, okay? And so it's protected for a while inside of the, inside of the woman, and then uh, a, new, a newborn is brought into this world. That is not when they begin to uh, live. They actually began to live right at the time of conception. That's true. And so that's, that's the facts, folks, whether you, whether you like it or not. And, um, and so that's how, that's how we have the power of the seed in, in physical lives, in natural lives. But then also there are seeds that are planted that um, produce a harvest in the natural environment because God created the heavens and the earth, and he told Adam and Eve, Behold, I give unto you seed. Okay, in Genesis chapter 1, verses 28 and 29, I've given you every herb that yields seed, which is on the face of all the earth, and every tree whose fruit yields seed, so it shall be for food. And so we have, we have the seed in, in our natural environment in the earth also. And this is, it's a very complex process. Uh, it involves a, a number of, of natural factors. You've got the quality of the soil, that is the very much a determining factor in what kind of a harvest comes forth. Um, you have the, the availability of water, that is going to be a determining factor in the harvest. Um, you have whether or not there is sunlight, um, if there is enough sunlight, if there's a profuse amount of sunlight up in Alaska, um, which actually, when this uh, when this comes out, we'll probably might be in Alaska. Actually, um, but we are um, we you we see here that 
it's important that we have the the sunlight and up there you have during the summertime there is like what they call white nights and um and in fact even as you go that's far north in alaska but the thing is is that and and in other areas of the northern hemisphere you have a place during the summer where it the sun just kind of comes down and just skims across the horizon and then goes back up into the you know into the the sky further up you know like at high noon and because of the amount of sunlight the growth of the of the trees and the vegetation yes. everything like that is like crazy amazing and so during the summer there in in places like alaska i mean you can find these watermelon that are just like hugely massive that you you, you can't even pick up they're so huge and so it the the sunlight is a huge determining factor in the 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 process of um, maturing a plant and so from a scientific perspective the the potential of a seed um, to produce a bountiful harvest is dependent on these these natural conditions but god knew when he created the earth that all of these conditions were going to be ripe ripe that were going to be right actually for for there to be a harvest come forth and the Bible teaches that God ultimately He's involved in the growth of 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 everything that that we partake of. Um, Psalm uh, chapter one hundred and four says in verse fourteen, He makes the grass grow for the cattle and plants for people to cultivate, which brings forth food from the earth. And so, He is the one who brings all of these things about. And so that verse there, it just highlights the miraculous nature of, of the growth and the production of crops um, and recognize that, you know, ultimately it's God who provides for all of our needs. And, and we have power that God has given to us in this, uh, in the seed as we plant seeds in the natural on this earth. And so if you have a if you have a farm or if you have a garden, whatever it might be, I would encourage you to experience seed time and harvest in your own backyard and 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 plant things. Even you know start planting planting flowers, planting trees, plant bushes, plant vegetables. Let let things come up and then appreciate what has come into your hands because of the power of the seed and you can you can partake of it but make sure that you save you save some seed to be able to sow again and i I think it's very very important for us to realize that i mean so much of the systems of the world are trying to destroy our ability to sustain life as god intended for it too and so um, they're they're trying to take away all of the the good seed. They manufacture seeds now that do not reproduce. You can only plant them one time, and they'll produce a harvest. But it's not a healthy um, a, a plant. It's not a healthy harvest that comes forth because it can't produce something that cannot reproduce is not healthy. Very true. 
Just say that again. Something that cannot reproduce (laughs) is not healthy. It's not how God intended for it to be. And so, you know, in your body, as a, as a man and as a woman, as you come together, there ought to be able, you ought to be able to reproduce. And I want to tell you, if you can't, then there's something that is off. It's not that there's something, you know, wrong permanently. You just need to go to the creator and you need to say, God, I need a touch in my body. There was a time when we first got married where we were told that, you know, it's not going to be possible uh, for my wife to get pregnant. And so they're wanting to, uh, you know, have all kinds of, we have ideas of what's going to help you um, be able to get pregnant. You need to go and you get to get this prescription and, and uh, go about and do what, what you know, the medical uh, community would tell us to do. But we chose... We're going to go to God. He's the one who created us, and he's the one who proclaimed to us in his word that, that we should reproduce, and, and so we just took it to God. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, and then be able to, we're able to see um, what, we, what we were expecting, children. And so we had one, two, three, amen. And so if you are in a position where you say, you know what, I... Um, just, I'm just not able, we're my, my wife and I, my husband and I, we're not able to, to, uh, have children. Well, you know, send us a message and we'll come into agreement with you because this is the plan of God. If you desire to have children, you should be able to have children. Amen. And, uh, and we want to see you to be able to be fruitful in that area. Mm-hmm. But another area of the harvest is just in, in natural sowing and reaping. In your, in your yard, in your garden, on your farm, on your property, whatever it is, take the, take the opportunity to do what God said and to be able to plant, plant and be able to reap a harvest. And so I would, in, I would encourage you to do that. And you, you have that ability, but find, find heirloom seeds, okay? Find a place and I'm sure there's a place somewhere around you where you can get a hold of some heirloom seeds. If not, you can order them online. You can order them online. True. But, um, but the person you are buying them from, make sure they're trustworthy. Yeah, for sure. Okay, because there are some scammers out there. And so make sure that you know, the, the person that you're buying heirloom f- seeds from has a good reputation um, that you're getting them from. Okay. Don't get ripped off because you'll pay heirloom prices and they are more pricey. Okay. They are, they are expensive seeds, but the great thing about them is they're going to produce something amazing. And if you give them the right amount of water and you give them quality soil, okay, I want to tell you, you're going to be able to produce, um, some really incredible, um, some incredible crops. And so it's important that, you, that you're able to sow seed in that way. Another way that we're able to sow seed is with our mouths and with the Word of God. And uh, because the Word is a seed and we sow it, when we go out and we begin to speak to people with the Word of God, it's not, a, it's not something that you know, science understands because they don't understand how, how our words and as far as how the Word of God goes forth and produces a harvest, but it is planted into the hearts of men and women. 
And God's word has that potential to produce life in anyone who receives it. Now, the people have to receive the word, okay? And so the soil is the person's heart. And so you are sowing into a person's heart. In Matthew chapter 13, verse 23, it says, uh, there that, but the seed falling on good soil refers to someone who hears the word and understands it. And this is the one who produces a crop yielding 160 or 30 times what was sown. And so when you sow the seed of the word of God into somebody's life, don't think that I am just sowing and the only one that's going to be affected is the person that I'm speaking to because that is incorrect because what has been planted into them will produce a harvest and many people will be able to be ministered to because of what you have planted. Think about the person um, who won Billy Graham to the Lord, who preached the word of God and won Billy Graham to the Lord. And, and so that guy there, he may have thought, well, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just preaching, and this, this one young man, he received the, the word of God, and he came and got saved in my tent meeting, which is how it happened. And, um, and he might have thought that, you know, that was great. I had one, one person that came to the Lord, and so we had a, had a harvest of one person. Actually, Actually, that one person was responsible for multitudes coming to Jesus Christ because he was faithful to sow the word. Now, I'd ask you this question. Are you faithful in sowing the word of God into people's lives? Mm-hmm. And, and you have to be a faithful person to sow. And, and you, you, have, you have people who, in the natural, they're casual sowers. You know, they, they'll plant a flower but you have the ability to plant a whole lot more. It's just what you would desire to do. And if you desire to win people to Jesus Christ, then you'll see a significant harvest of souls come into the kingdom of God. Right. And that's your responsibility, actually. You have the, you have the job of reconciliation that's been, that's been imparted unto you. That's bringing people to Jesus Christ. How does that happen? It happens when you sow the word of God. And so the, the power of God's word is transformative. It, it, the, the potential uh, for spiritual growth in somebody is, is all there when the seed is planted. And so be faithful in sharing the word of God with people preach the gospel, preach the gospel. That's the good news. Mm -hmm. Don't preach, don't preach condemnation to people. That's, that's not a seed you want to sow something negative. Sow something powerful, sow something positive into people's lives. Talk to them about the goodness of God. Talk to them about what, you know, what God can do in, in uh, ministering joy in their life, ministering peace into their minds, ministering healing into their body, the great things that God can do for people. Sow that seed into their lives. Go into the areas where, where people need God and begin to speak the word of God to them and share that and watch how it produces a harvest and then go back into that area and continue to water the seed. That's called discipleship. 
Water the seed. Keep watering it. Keep tending to it. Speak to that seed that that is sown and watch how it produces great things in people's lives. And so then we have the seed that produces finances that that is is very important also in in people's lives and and you everybody appreciates finances raise your hand there if you're listening and you produce you like you like to see finances produced in your life well how does that come about well that that is also a seed that the word of god talks about and it's important for us to realize that that we can sow financial seeds to produce a financial harvest that is going to come back and it's going to bless our lives, but it's also going to benefit other people also. So, you know, we've, we've had times where many times where we've been able to be, be blessed in, 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 in ways in which, you know, we're able to say, oh, wow, you know, we were able to see what we had taken care of um, that we that we had need of but then also there there's more than enough and we're able to meet this need here we're able to bless this person over here we're able to contribute to to this work being done for the kingdom of God for the gospel going forward and and the more that you sow seed the more of a harvest you're going to have don't just sow financially for what is going to benefit you only that's some stingy sowing right there. You need to be able to sow for a great harvest so that other people's lives can be touched. Other people's lives can be changed also. And, and we, need, we need people to believe in the power of the seed in financial sowing also. Not just, not just you know, these, these other areas. There's, everything is a seed. As you're sowing, everything is a seed. And you're going to see a harvest produced. But I want you to understand that you have the ability to see a great financial harvest come out if you will just believe what the Word of God says in the area of sowing and reaping financially. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 9, it says in verse 10 and 11, God who provides seed for the sower and bread for eating will also provide and multiply your resources for sowing and will increase the fruits of your righteousness, which manifests itself in active goodness, kindness, and charity. Thus you'll be enriched in all things and in every way, so that you can be generous, and your generosity, as it's administered by us, will bring forth thanksgiving to God. And so many people will be thanking God because of your generosity. Your generosity in what? In sowing. But you can't, you can't reap a generous harvest so that other people are blessed, so it can affect other people's lives, unless you are a generous sower. Farmers they don't just sow for themselves, they sow for others. That's why they, they, many, many acres um, are seeded. It's not just for the farmer's family, not just for storing up, for taking care of the, the farmer's small family, or maybe a big family, but whatever it is, if when you have acres and acres and acres of produce coming out, it's not just for a single person or for a single family. It's so that many people can benefit, but somebody has to pay the price of sowing the seed. There has to be an investment. 
And when you, uh, if you will understand the power of the seed and you will understand the power of investing in other people's lives, and it's done by you sowing financial seeds. And you saying, hey, I want to I wanna be able to see many needs met. I want to be able to see many people's lives touched and changed. I want to I be generous so that other people, uh, their lives can be changed. Are you, are you sowing in that way? Or is it just about yourself? Is it just about your family? Is it just about what, what is easy for you to do? It's not easy for the farmer to sow seeds for so many people, but he's realizing that, you know what, this isn't just about me. This is about other people. Now, in the natural, and the, the governments of the world are trying to shut down the farmers. Here in the United States, the government actually is paying for farmers to stop farming, trying to shut down the production. Why? Because they want to cause difficulty in people's lives in the United States. They want to cause a scarcity. God's word is never about scarcity. It's about abundance. Did you hear that? God is about abundance. He's not about scarcity. And so he desires for there to always be abundance flowing. And for that to be able to come forth from our hearts and from our lives and from everything that we do. And so it's, it's important for us then to say, okay, God, I want to do, I want to participate in your plan. God's plan is always the plan of abundance. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, you can see through culture today, through the um, modern um, worldly viewpoint and what the governments of the world are trying to do, of course, is all about about limiting. And you look at every area that we've been talking about, actually, the enemy through the whole world system tries to limit every area of, of sowing of seed. This in um, the United States is right now as we're recording is June. And of course, they have declared this as a, a pride month. Now, you know, I kind of posted a funny thing earlier, but it's so true that make sure this month that you that you thank um, a, a straight person because you're here today because of straight people, not because of homosexual people that can't produce anything. Absolutely. Okay. And so, um, but you see how that is a way that they've come against the people that like you should be almost ashamed if you're a traditional person that actually follows the plan and purpose that God laid out in the very beginning. So um, another way that, of course, the world, just as you were talking about the crops and everything, because of course, GMO, genetically modified um, seeds and everything can't produce. So um and that's the intention, as you said, to, to create scarcity, to create a dependence upon the government ultimately. So everything that the devil comes, he, of course, always comes to undermine authority. It's to get you to stop following um, freedom, really, the, the plan that God laid out for our lives, because that gives true freedom. Instead, he would want you to be able to depend on something that is not supposed to be your source. And of course, the government, when you have to depend upon them for even the food that you would eat, they have total control over you then. And so you look at, um, of course, through the whole COVID um, shutdown, the pandemic and all all of that, the plan was to separate you from even being able to so encouragement and love and friendship and every, mm-hmm. every godly thing, actually, 
front into other people's lives. It was very much against the church sowing the spiritual seed. No, you can't, you can't gather. You can't, um, in some places you can't sing, you can't worship God. I mean, it was absolutely, totally ridiculous and unbelievable how people just bowed to stupid stuff. But if you understand the principle and the design of God from the very beginning is actually so that you, our dependency is always upon him, but he desires that what he put in place, that as you sow and as you plant, actually you are self-sufficient in Christ's sufficiency, Mm -hmm. as the apostle Paul talked about. We're never actually supposed to be dependent on our dependence upon a government or upon a person or upon money or any other other situation people you know um worship you know the ground and animals and i mean crazy stuff when when actually god set it up that everything that we would do would honor him would follow his plan and there would be absolutely even no limit to the abundance and the provision that he has for you the way that he has for you but we're not going to continue walking Walking in that, if we're not actually being conscious, conscious to sow seeds, be intentional about what you sow. You should be sowing all kinds of seeds in all these areas that we're talking about. And if you're not seeing increase, then ask the Lord to show you what are you doing wrong. Because he is the God of supernatural multiplication, extreme and excessive increase, not just a little bit, but he gives you seed. You start with that. And then of course you follow that as he blesses you, just as um, the scripture you just read, babe, second Corinthians nine, verse 10 here, it says, God provides seed for the sower. In other yeah. words, he's providing seed for someone who is actually sowing seed. If you're, if, if everything that the Lord gives you and blesses you with, you never sow out of that, then, then you are the one who actually limits, then nothing can come back to you. You've got to, everything has to be a portion of it always has to be for sowing. And sometimes with what you have, the Lord will just say, give everything. Why? Because you're going to prove and you're going to pass you're the test. Need a yes. First of all, you need a harvest, but you need to pass the test time and time again, actually, that your trust 100% always stays in Jehovah Jireh, Amen. El Shaddai, the God, our provider, and God, uh, the God of more than enough. And so, but God is faithful, even if you feel like you don't have any seed, which guaranteed, I I can guarantee you that you actually have seed. You can start speaking it out of your mouth. You can start declaring, Father, I thank you that I have seed to sow today. You have possessions, you have finances, you have talents, you have time you can sow, you can sow encouragement, you can sow love, you can sow the word. I mean, there are so many areas that you can sow in. Be intentional and start sowing more so that you see actually a bigger harvest coming back and then use a greater and greater and greater portion of what comes back to you to be able to sow. Now, at first, it's a sacrifice because you feel like, well, wow, I really need this. I really need this. I really need this. You got to get out of that need mentality. Mm -hmm. And you've got to be able to actually adapt your faith 
So you're believing and you're speaking to what God's word says so that you can continue to increase. And actually that's how it says here that God will multiply your resources for sowing and increase the fruits of your, of your righteousness. So see, it's actually unlimited what happens and what takes place when you are sowing seed because you are hooking up with a supernatural plan from heaven. And so it, it, it'll really just amaze you, even the things that, that the Lord will bless you with, that some things that he blesses you with, you know immediately, this isn't actually for me, this is for sowing. And there'll right. be some things even that, um, you know, you you receive and you're you're thankful and you're appreciative, but it's not actually really even something that you really like or want or anything like that. Ask the Lord, Lord, what would you desire for me to do with this? Because, I mean, I know I have been flat out amazed at the ways that the Lord has blessed my life. And they were things that were like, you know, exactly what I liked. I did not even know to ask for that. But when I received it, I'm like, man, this is so cool. This is like, Lord, you are so amazing. I really, really like this thing. Now, if someone else had not been obedient to sow that, and I found out, you know, as you ask questions and stuff, that sometimes the thing that you receive actually came through a number of people. Mm-hmm. And so it's amazing how the Lord actually does things. Him knowing that that next month you're going to desire something or you're going to need something. Well, oftentimes the whole progression of it getting to you has started actually long ago. See, the Lord answers before you even ask. Yes, he does. He is so amazing. So you have got to do your part, though, in hooking up in this supernatural system. And it becomes so exciting to be able to be a blessing, to be able to sow when he speaks to you. We shouldn't you know, be like, oh, he's, oh my gosh, he's asking me to sow again. No, just, oh, Father, thank you so much. Thank you. If you ever need anything sown, please come to me. I always want to be that available blessing. I always want to be that one, that vessel that is ready to obey you, that can, can hook up. Can you imagine the maker and creator of the universe came to you to ask you to sow something? How amazing is that? A lot of people get annoyed at big givers because <laughs> they're the ones who are always giving and they're, you see the harvest in their lives is huge. Right. And you're like, well, you know, they're all just, they just do that for show. No, they're, they're doing it because they were faithful and God keeps tapping them and saying, hey, you know, you, you'll sow again, I'll sow again, I'll sow again. Farmers who have massive farms they, they started off small, but they kept doing big things. Yes. They kept doing big things. They kept sowing big seeds. And so if you want to grow greater, stop being annoyed and stop being offended and start doing more and start getting excited that you have the ability to sow bigger. Yes. And don't get annoyed when God speaks to you and says, hey, do something more. Do something more. Oh, God, you had me so big one other time. I know. Do it again. Let's go bigger. And you know what? Great harvests are sown. You'll sow consecutively bigger seeds. You'll keep sowing big things. And then you'll just keep going even bigger. And you'll go even bigger. Why? Because greater harvests are coming to you. And then, you know what? People will come to you and they will criticize you. They'll criticize the big giver. They'll criticize the big receiver. But I want to tell you, the reason they're receiving big is because they sown big. They've done great things and they've worked and they have toiled and they have done, you know, what is necessary for a harvest to come in. 
And so it's just natural that this is going to take place. The person who sits around and complains and, and who rolls their eyes and who gets offended and talks bad about the, the big giver and the big receiver are the people who will never be the big givers and they'll never be the big receivers because you can never experience the things that you criticize. So true. You, you'll, you'll, never, you'll never get to that place. If you are a critical person, then you'll never be that. You'll never be the big giver. You'll never be the big receiver. You'll just be the critical, little, cranky, but small-time, nothing person. And, you know, you, you'll get by with your, your little bits, your little bits and little bits. But the thing is, is that God is a God of abundance. And so we have to get excited about the power of the seed and start taking advantage of the power of the seed, which God has given to every single person. He's given everybody the ability to sow and reap. And so you have to, you have to get out of your land of contentment. I've, you know, this is just what I normally do. I just kind of give a little bit here. I just, I, you know, just, you know, I, I, I tithe and I just give you know, my little, my little bit here and everything. You've got to get out of your, your land of contentment. You've got to, you've got to ask God for bigger vision. Lord, show yes. me, show me some bigger things that I can do. Show me some land that I can take. Oh, I need to talk to you. Actually, I just remembered. Okay. I need to talk to you about a business idea. Um, actually, hey. and um, I just as I was driving today earlier, all of a sudden something I just got to download, and I just got to say, okay, I got to got to talk it out here. Um, but anyway, um, we have uh, we've forgotten many times about the purpose of the seed. The purpose of the seed is to produce harvest. And, and it's not just for you to sow and for you to, you know, to throw it away and to walk away from it, but it's to reap a harvest. The power of the purpose of the seed is to reap a harvest. The mm-hmm. purpose of the seed is to reap a harvest. I'll say it again. The purpose of the reason you have seed is so you can have a harvest, okay? And so don't let it become routine. Don't let it become boring. You need to, you need to generate excitement when you are sowing seed. You need to speak the word of God to yourself. You need to get around people people who are faithful who are faithful sowers who are who are not just small time sowers you need to get around big time sowers big get around big time sowers people who will challenge you out of your small mindset who will who will challenge you to get out of your routine who will encourage you come on come on who will bump you who will say hey come on what are you doing what are you doing let's go bigger Let's do something greater. And you will start seeing significant harvests. But this is where you need to be. If you're not in that place, then you need to go bigger. If you are in a bigger place, then plan to increase. What do you need to do to go to the next level? Maybe it sounds like it's a crazy thing. That's probably God especially if it's taking you out of your comfort zone. You need to get in that place where you can, you, can, you can do things that are greater than yourself, that are greater than your own understanding. When it starts blowing your mind, then you're, then you're tapping into the reality of what God is able to do, actually. Hey, this is Dr. Todd Holmes, and I want to thank you for listening to this podcast, whether it was myself or my amazing wife, Katie, maybe the two of us together. If you want to be more than just an occasional listener and desire to really stand with us as we take the message of the gospel of Jesus Christ to this generation, go to riveroftricities.com, that's riveroftricities.com, and click on Donate to be a part of the last day's army of monthly partners that we're taking ground with. If you'd like to do that, I would like to send you a special gift for partnering with us. 
So until next time, thank you so much for listening. God bless you.